1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday
2: mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase.
1: Morning, Key. Yeah, good, man. I just, I, I had a random, we were coming back in, I had a random thought. Why, I don't know. You know, I went to, I walked past some, a sign, Dodger sign in the hallway, and I just thought, where the hell is Matt Kemp at? I know he's not yeah, playing anymore. Remember Matt Kemp? Matt remember? Kemp. I remember what was bizarre
2: about Matt Kemp. He was a great center fielder for the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, did he go 40? No, he didn't go 40-40, but he had that kind of power and speed. Yeah. And right at the height of his ability, when he was like 26, 27 years old, they gave him a big contract, and it seemed like such a good idea, right? Prime time guy. And he and and right then it felt it, it, he just was in decline. I guess.
1: Yeah, he was he was cracking though. He was you know allegedly dating Rihanna, the whole thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden he just we brought him back for a short stint, but he was probably seventy five pounds heavier when we brought him back a couple years ago. I just I don't know. Why, it was just random in my mind. I you walked what, by. Oh, because you
2: saw the Dodgers sign. I yeah, like, I saw the made Dodgers sign the whole
1: deal. I was like, man, what the hell? Yeah, because he wasn't just a Kemp's great player.
2: At. He was a great player, but he was. In popular culture, in a certain way, yeah, right? Yeah. He was, he yeah. was kind of. I'm look, just I just have, looked up his best season. He came in seventh in MVP. Led the league in home runs and ribbies, 39 and 126. Yeah. Stole 40 bases. That's why I thought 40 40 because he came one home run away from 40 40 home runs, stolen bases. Hit 324 that year, Key, and played yeah. center field.
1: No, well, he, was, he was. I thought he was going to be that guy. I a just, beast. Yeah, I was like, damn, I wonder what happened to him. Because, you know, every now and then you still hear certain guys, but I guess certain things just fizzle out.
2: Uh, he came in second. I said seventh. I was going to say, how is second. that? He came second, second in second. MVP. Yeah. Won the gold glove, the silver slugger, led in total bases and OPS. Play. He was a beast. And then, I don't know, I, I, he was still good after that. He had good seasons even in San Diego, but he wasn't ever th- that good again. No. Of course, that season happened. Yeah, age 26, which is when you're supposed to be in your prime. All right, look. Heat are up three one. They win the first three games, and key the way they beat the breaks off the Celtics in Game Three. To listen to the way the Celtics were talking afterward, that goes for Jalen Brown, their second best player. That goes for uh, uh, a coach. That goes for you know. It just they sounded like a team that had quit. They played yeah, like it. it. They sounded like
1: it. it. To, made it feel like that they were just going to come out of game four and go through the motions because they figured, uh, we, we want to get the coach fired anyway. Right. That's what game three felt like would lead into game four. But that wasn't the case. It they was took not. The, They took the mindset, get one. If we get one, we go home, we're 3-1, we go, or we're 1-3, we go home, now all of a sudden it's 2-3 if we can steal that one, go back to Miami, maybe have a chance to even the score in game six, and then we go back home winner take all in game 7. That's kind of the way you have to think about things. That's never happened before, but doesn't mean it won't happen. It's never happened but doesn't mean it won't happen. That's right.
2: It it cuz eventually it will happen. You have to imagine it's going to happen it happened in baseball, unfortunately the Red Sox over the Yankees, and it'll happen in basketball too. It's happened in hockey last time in 2014. It'll happen Kings, it'll happen. In basketball, too, will it happen right now? Well, what are the ingredients, right? What are the circumstances that it will allow for it? When the team that's down 0-3 is actually the better team, right, with more talent, check. That's the Celtics. They have more well, talent for sure. W-
1: one of the things that helped the Celtics out last night, though, Max, was the fact that Miami turned the ball over at an alarming rate. In the third in, quarter, in, yeah. In the, in the third quarter at mm-hmm. spurts. Then then they didn't shoot the ball well at all. Uh Jimmy Butler didn't get going till late. Mm-hmm. So it's like all, all, everything worked in uh, the Celtics' favor. They was knocking down threes like yesterday. So everything worked. They shot the ball. Everything just worked for him yesterday.
2: But what they showed me, Key, like, so I was working a fight over the weekend, Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko, right? And it was a close fight. And whoever you thought won the fight, what you have to say about the young man Devin Haney is he showed character late in the fight. He wasn't, you know, when, he, when Lomachenko, the veterans, coming on, he didn't just fold. And he, and, and he uh, I'd given him the 12th round, but in fact I just watched it again on video and some of the shots that looked better to me live didn't look as good on video. I, give, I flipped that round to Haney.
1: Told you he so, was scoring wrong. You didn't want to listen to me. So, but it, Well, it was one
2: round. I mean, by the way, and I, there could be other rounds I changed too. I got to go back and look. But you scored it live. But the point is, he fought with character, that's what the Celtics did yesterday in the third quarter when the heat went up nine and one more bucket now we're talking double digits and then you're going to blink it's going to be 20 and the series is over. That right at that moment is when Tatum really took over. He was playing well anyway but he really took over. And you mentioned the heat look there has to you have to give the other team opportunity. They turned the ball over a lot. But the Celtics can play defense and the Celtics can score. And Jason Tatum did the same thing to the Sixers late in game six where he was one of 15 midway through the fourth quarter and the Sixers were about to knock out the Celtics. And Tatum just you know hits four threes and then picks it up in game seven and scores 51 points and the series is over. And the Celtics advance. So this is a live Celtics team if they haven't quit.
1: And Key, it doesn't look like they have. No, I, I don't think they quit. I don't know – you know, it's it's hard for me. When I hear people say somebody quit that plays sports, it's it's always frowned upon by me because you don't quit as a player. You just don't. It's just you just don't quit.
2: You don't you, or or players don't. You never knew any player that you thought, man, that dude packed it in.
1: Yeah, well, a player may pack it in. One player may pack it in. A coach that knows he's getting ready to get fired may not coach as hard. But when you got a group of guys that are as talented as the Celtic players and what basketball means to them as a group, I just don't see it where they quit. You know, the narrative was, oh, they quit, they packed it in, they they gave up. So that was the word on the streets, right? Everybody seemed to think that because they floated that out there. But in reality, you could tell that they never quit because of game four. That's not... That wasn't the reality. So, that was some, something that was made up because they didn't play as hard in game three as they did in game four.
2: So, Heat fans, the question is, are you worried? 888-SAY-ESPN, seven two nine three seven seven six. Marcus Smart said, don't let us win one. They just won one. Ricky in Florida, you're on KJM.
3: Hey, Keyshawn. Hey, Max. Love the show. Even though my wife wants to kill me every day, I watch it. Hmm. Uh, we don't don't, don't watch that,
1: man. What? D- don't watch it because I don't want to have to.
2: <laughs> no, no, I disagree.
1: You. you should risk your
2: life to watch this. Absolutely right. Absolutely. If you have to get a divorce, you have to get a divorce. That's the way it goes.
1: Why does she? That's why does she hate you for
3: watching it? Well, because I'm supposed to help with the baby in the morning, do no, her breakfast. oh no. uh, You know when When I wake up really early, I like to do one thing, and that's watch you guys. Yeah, so. no, don't
2: help with the baby. The baby can wait. Baby's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. You watch this show. Matter of fact, get the baby to watch this show. I'm trying to think, Key, is there a way <laughs> to get a ratings benefit from the baby watching, even if they don't know what they're looking at, you know? Yeah, the demographic uh, yeah, with the age group,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you could you – could. Put their um, uh, tablet or whatever they have, yeah, on ESPN2, Ooh. and and then maybe have the uh, uh, cocoa melon in the ear ear sets or something. Of some yeah. sort, with it on the screen of us, hundred percent. That's because the they don't to do. know that. <laughs> so Ricky, them, we're probably characters like Coco Millen anyway.
2: Yeah, hey Ricky. So rather <laughs> than thanking you for your loyalty and listening, I gotta say you could be doing a little more. You could have the baby watching, and we would get more credit. But anyway, what do you have to say? You're a Heat fan. Are you worried?
3: I'm a diehard Heat fan. Um, after seeing Tatum do what he did last night, when, for some reason, when he gets pushed to the brink, he just always comes through in the clutch. And also, what's key. Bam, five rebounds, right? Mm-hmm. Got shut down by Williams. Finally, the coach, you know, trusted Williams a little bit longer this game. And I think, you know, that was a big key. And Bam does this sometimes. You know, sometimes he, you know, comes and plays and he shows up. And then, you know, sometimes he hits the bed like he did. I want to say it's a bad game, but I think they found something defensively. Um, and remember. Man, I think that's a great point,
2: Key. I think that's a great point. Bam has played very well in this series consistently. And if you find something defensively that that does something to Bam, now now Gabe Vincent is really Jimmy's only crime partner re- at that level, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought Ricky was still there. Yeah, of course. And, and Bam didn't play well. I mean, a couple costly turnovers in the game, mm-hmm. didn't crash the boards nearly as well as I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and even though I felt like they could have continued to get Hartford in foul trouble, even though he had I think five fouls. There, it could have, it could have done that earlier. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it's one of those. I'm not really, I'm not really counting out Boston because they got this one. It's scary to think that now they're going home, Max. Mm-hmm. Home, even though, even though Miami got the two at home against Boston, I would think Game Five would be different than Game One and Two because T- it's a, it's a. You know, they lose, they go home.
2: Tony in Ohio has something to say about this. Key, Tony, Tony, and Tony.
4: Sorry, yes. we were listening to music. What's up, Tony? Wow, see how y'all do me. Hi, hi, guys. How are you? What's
2: going on? Hi, Tony. Now Can
4: it's you your turn me? to talk. Yes, we okay. got you. Okay, okay. So here's the thing, Matt. I love you but you're like a little brother. I'd like to lock you in the room when our parents go away because mm-hmm. you irritate my soul. Mm-hmm. Anyway. How well, How did I, I irritate your soul? Say, Wait a minute.
2: You can't just lock everything... me in the room and not tell me why?
4: Be, yes, I can. I'm the big sister. You're the little Damn. brother. You just irritate my soul, period. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Get me out of here. Do y'all really think that Supolstra is going to go in the – do y'all really think that the Celtics are just going to annihilate the Heat from
5: oh, this no. point?
1: No. no,
2: no, no, no. But I, but I'm, okay. I'm asking you: Are you worried at all?
4: Yes. I'm asking yes. you through no, the I'm door. Just worried. put put no, your I'm ear to the worried. door because
2: I'm locked in the room. <clears throat> You're not worried?
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm not worried because I believe in Spolstra. Jimmy is not going to continue to play like he's playing. He had a bad night. They all have him, mm-hmm. except. Tatum had three to Jimmy's one, and it's not going to continue to happen. Bam, had, they they the Heat played bad last night. They really did. They played bad. But here's the thing, I I still think it's over. I don't I don't I think it's over. I really do. Hey, and big I sis, think can I ask I you something?
2: Because we we got you to, can
4: ask me anything.
2: Can you let me out of the room when we when we're done here? I got some things to do. Sure, you can
4: come out now. I'm done.
2: You guys have a
1: wonderful day. Thank you, Tony.
2: Uh, Key, by the way, I I looked up Matt Kemp. I just needed to know that season.
1: Why did I ask you anything about He
2: led the league. Not only did he almost go 40-40, one home run away. He led the league in total bases, OPS plus, home runs, RBIs, runs. And Key, he hit three twenty four that year, came in third in batting average. Like, he didn't come up. He came kind of close to a triple crown. Anyway. Is Trevor Lawrence ready to join the AFC's elite quarterbacks? Elite quarterbacks. Quarterback. You know, Key only has to see you be an elite quarterback for 15 years before he calls you elite, so it may be a little bit uh, out ahead of my skis to ask, uh, to ask this question,
3: but I'm ready to ask it.
1: Well, you're the same guy Scott Mitchell was the greatest quarterback to ever play. So <laughs> come on. KJM, there,
3: man. ESPN Radio.
1: Kishan, J. Will, and Max—the podcast. No, I'm not. Wait, wait Why would I How would I be way wrong?
2: Why are you? Ye- who are you yelling at? He's you? me. He's at the the yelling at Way us. wrong. <laughs> just coming in from commercial break. Who is? It, who are you already angry at?
1: Don't use the word angry.
2: <laughs> so what is it? How would you describe it?
1: No, it's just say who am I? Who am I? Screaming at or whatever you want to call it. Don't yes, usually word, people
2: scream and holler when they're mad, but go ahead. Yeah, mad mad is a better word, than angry. Not angry. I see, I see. You
1: know. You, I know see. you know, you can there's a little history behind yeah, angry. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Us.
2: Once I brand you way. angry, yes. uh, you somehow lose all your rights. Yes, yes that's exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: look, Dan, Dan, and the reason I was so adamant about this is they're telling me that I'm a buffoon, basically, for saying that the Saints can win the Super Bowl. Well now look, here's how I look at it. Who's better than the Saints, right? Nobody in the division. Nobody, Nobody ever. Nobody in the division. Greatest team ever. No, man, stop. Nobody in I, the division, I think man. they're the
6: favorite to win the division. Okay,
1: so they're the favorite yeah. to win the division. So now when you get outside the division in NFC, you got Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay? Then you might have San Francisco and Seattle.
6: Oh, I like them better than the Saints.
1: No, I'm saying you got them better yeah. than – so now – those are – that's four teams mm-hmm. that's better than the Saints. Mm-hmm. The Saints are going to win the division. Everybody likes they, Detroit. They, nah, that, 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 they that. like Dan Campbell and yeah, I light. like Detroit more falling. than the Saints, to tell you the truth. I don't. I do. I don't. I don't. I don't hmm. because I can see it happening. How about the Giants? No, nah, I don't. I don't. Giants are a good team, but I don't like them better you know than the You know what the
2: difference is, Key? The Giants have a coaching staff in front office right now. That you think is on the rise, and yeah. the Saints, once they lost Sean Payton, didn't look exactly the same. The they thing. didn't
1: have the same team. We haven't That's seen Washington.
6: Dennis Allen do with a team what Brian Dayball did with last year's Giants. We so the reason, what, so let me team team just life. give yeah, everyone context. opportunities. It's but not then, his first time. Hold, hold on,
2: wait, hold, hold on. I got to ref man. this for a second. Hold okay. on, Go guys. Ahead. I want to give everyone context here. Okay. ESPN-FPI came out with a oh. thing, the, here are the teams that g- have the best chance to win the Super Bowl, and we compared it to Key's list of the best teams to win the Super Bowl. Key's list is Eagles 1, which makes sense because there's less competition on paper in the NFC, then the Chiefs 2, Bengals 3, which makes sense. They've been in the last two AFC championship games. The Baltimore Ravens 4, I love that pick. I totally agree with it. And then the New Orleans Saints, 5. Yeah. Now... Keyshawn Johnson's nephew, Michael Thomas, Bro,
1: plays nothing to for do the do with New that. Orleans well, Saints.
6: Does. Obviously, it has something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it has I mean, something. Like, to yeah, do it. yeah, let's, not, <laughs> let's, let's keep I would the conversation say It's only, it's really only about 15%, reality. though. 15%. Yeah, fine. Yeah. It's, 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 but, it's, I, but I
1: look at, damn, but when I look at things, I look at them different than most people because mm-hmm. I'm looking at did they get blown out of games last year when right. everybody was hurt? No. Okay? Are they going to probably win their division? In my eyes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It sets them up to have a a nice seating Yeah. Come playoff time, I think it sets you up. I think
6: FBI has their schedule as like the easiest one in the league, okay. right? There it so, is. So, that,
1: all yeah. that.
2: So you're applying the Eagles' logic to the Saints and saying the road may be a little easier. They'll be it, in a nice position. I,
1: That's all I'm saying. Dan, Dan, before we move on, you say, well, we've seen Dennis Allen. We've seen Dennis Allen with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Okay, come on,
6: man. And Derek Carr as well, by the way.
1: Yeah, and it's rookie season. We haven't
6: seen from either of those guys, and coach and quarterback matter more than anything else. Like, what we haven't seen from either of those guys in extended exposure is the ability to elevate a team beyond, you know, like like Brian Dayball and Daniel Jones, whatever you think of Daniel Jones. that, they, they made that Giants team better last They're year than it should have been. Yeah. They, right? they we have not seen teams. that from this coach or this quarterback, and it's not as if they haven't had opportunity.
1: And, and, and the opportunity that the head coach had was with the Oakland Raiders, and the other opportunity is with seven different coaches and coordinators in Carr, and I mean, Carr still played decent The Oakland, sure. the, we, the, we can, the Raiders had all. John Gruden. We can talk
6: oh, any stop. Any Super Bowl of, winning no, coach. Now, John now you're going to get him aggravated. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move, <laughs> on. Let's, 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 is let's Trevor, move on. Is
1: Trevor Lawrence.
2: Well, ready key, to, key, this is Graz's 32 QB questions. Oh, yeah. That's There's right. It's available now on ESPN.com and ESPN Plus. This is what we're, we're basing this on. Go ahead, Key.
1: No, I was going to say it's Graz's it 32 quarterback questions. So, is Trevor Lawrence ready to join the AFC? Elite in quarterbacks, which is the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Tough list,
6: right? Like that's that's not. I mean, it's not. It's no insult if you say no or not yet. But look, I, I think when you look at Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars versus a year ago. Right, the, the new coaching staff with Doug Peterson was coming in. They were still digging out of the Urban Meyer disaster. Trevor Lawrence was learning not just a new offense, but a bunch of new teammates. They had gone out and signed free agent wide receivers and tight end and Evan Ingram. And, and the first half of last year, when you talked to people in that building, was really about Trevor Lawrence kind of learning and, and and getting used to a lot of new stuff. He's not doing that this year. They're building on second-half success, including a playoff win, a huge comeback playoff win. So... Yeah, I think it's a legitimate question to ask. It's not easy to get into the elite tier of AFC quarterbacks right now because it's crowded with high-level guys that have accomplished a lot. But Lawrence, you know, he was a one pick. He's supposed to be a generational guy. Like, this is his opportunity to make good on that, and I think he's set up. So,
2: Dan, when you're asked that question by mm-hmm. Key, elite, right? So, Key does this thing, which I s- sign up for, which is I'm not going to say some arbitrary number three or five because right. it's a nice round number ten. I'm going to say – there's a certain level, and right. after that there's a little gap. and I'm, if the number happens to be seven or eleven or two, whatever that is, that's or are you saying when we say elite, yeah, it has to be a but, like the, not everyone can be if everyone's an elite quarterback, then no one's an elite quarterback, right? How are you defining that in the AFC? Because there are ten, twelve guys who could you could argue about
6: So the Jaguars played the chiefs in the playoffs, mm. and before that game, if somebody had said to you. Like, does Trevor Lawrence give them a chance to beat Patrick Mahomes? You probably would have said no. Mm-hmm. If you can answer yes to that question, then I would say he's joined that elite. Because you say Good that definition. about Joe Burrow, and you say it about Josh Allen, and you probably say it about a healthy Lamar Jackson. Like, they have a chance,
2: right? Aaron like, Rodgers now. Right, Was you he? wouldn't Was necessarily he?
6: favor yeah. these guys to Justin win that
1: game. Justin Herbert. But
6: having that no, no, quarterback no, no, gives you a
1: no. chance. well no. You can't that do game. Justin Herbert, man. Well, you don't yeah, think Justin yeah. Herbert has a chance? Well, we Justin Herbert no, gives I, you a chance but, to beat anybody. But, here, but see, Dan says beat somebody, right, Dan? Yeah. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as perennial playoff quarterback yeah. on a consistent basis. Justin Herbert hasn't done it. Trevor Lawrence hasn't done it. Yeah, but Josh but- Allen's done it. Okay, uh, Patrick Mahomes has done movie. it. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's done it. But I mean, so when, when
6: you look playoff quarterback, I mean, like you know, I'm talking about Kirk deep Cousins runs, has kind of been that. No, nah, like, he's not an then, elite But guy, we know, right? but like, we know what
1: Kirk Cousins is. Right, right, I'm but but talking uh, about yeah. deep run. Yeah. Like then, when you then you factor into what you're saying, can that quarterback make a deep run and beat that other guy who's always at the top? So, so what you're saying is Mahomes you need, and Burrow, yes, yes.
6: Like, Lawrence, you need time. You need to see Lawrence do it over a period of years before like you can him. put him in there. Well, it's, we that's like fair. him. We that's like fair. him. He's tall. Yeah. He
1: stands in a pocket big. Mm-hmm. He got the long hair. He pats the ball in precision. All oh, that's great. Tricks. I think he's set, All I think that's he's great. set up.
6: I think, I think if he takes that kind yes. of jump this year or in the next couple of years, it would not be shocking to anybody. Doug Peterson is is a, is obviously a coach that's accomplished a lot with quarterbacks. And, yeah, I, I think he's in a really good spot.
1: Is, is, is um, Will Anthony Richardson be ready? I ran into him this past weekend. Yeah, what do you think, Dan? I know. Oh my God, it's a lot. <laughs> Anthony Richardson. He might have been my like, guy. Hey, yeah. man. There's a how lot you doing? to like there, yeah. man. He was so big. And
6: yep. were you impressed with him personally? Like, did you get to yeah. talk to him? Yeah. At- yeah, I was
1: talk. You know me, I like to talk that talk. So I was yep. telling him, I was like, I asked him a question. I was like, you, you think you're good, man? He I was think, like, look, man, don't worry about me. I know what I'm doing. He I, literally I, told me that.
6: I think he could be a big. Big surprise to a lot of people. I, I think you know the, the the pre-draft conversation was he's going to need time. He's like a project. I'm not sure the Colts think so. Like I, they're not going to just throw him in there if he's not ready. But I think there's a belief there that he could be ready. Like maybe right away uh, and and perform at a high level because of what he can contribute in a number of different ways. I mean. Whatever it is that he has to improve at, I think they feel like they can improve it while leaning on the stuff that he's already good at, and and that's a great spot to be in. And and Shane Steichen, we don't know what kind of head coach he's going to be, but he has experience helping break in rookie quarterbacks uh, in, with Justin Herbert and with uh, Jalen Hurts, and those and, are two yeah, pretty good, good early success and That stories. was
1: what he was telling me, is he liked what they did with Jalen Hurts, because yeah. I had about a 20-minute conversation with him on the sidebar, and we just chopped it up or whatever. <laughs> impressive with the size, and one of the things I said as I was talking, I was like, man, you're just as big as Cam. He's like, yeah, he's a little bit bigger, but he he's is. nowhere near as fast as me. Ooh, I like it. I, yeah. I'm telling Listen. you, man,
6: like I, everything I've heard about this guy from anyone who's interacted with him, and I haven't really not had that chance yet, has been just off the charts. Yeah. People have been impressed man,
2: with him. Man, you could just smell it on a guy from a when, when Anthony When Anthony Richardson was asked about, well, what about this and that, the, even his answer there, watch me work. That's exactly right. what you want. They're not to make oh, I'm going to be this, that's I'm going to be like that. Just a,
6: watch me that's another, work. I don't want to throw you know, I necessarily throw all these comparisons, but I mean like you know, early on in Jalen Hurts' career, the press conference where he said rents do every day. I mean, like the right yep. mindset, right? Like rents I got to earn this
2: every day. Yeah. All right. Listen, Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen, his 32 quarterback questions are available now on ESPN.com and ESPN Plus. OTAs have provided us with a lot of sound. Sound and fury, but does it signify something or nothing? Keyshawn, J. Willimax, ESPN Radio.
3: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really...
0: By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn,
1: J. Will, and Max Podcast.
2: When he went no huddle and they started to make plays. All the big games but light on time. Let us catch you up.
1: Definitely not fun ever playing against no huddle office. Let's run the no huddle.
4: Whether you huddle, whether you don't huddle, it still comes down to just the execution.
2: Alright, no huddle. Here on Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio. Nuno, do the honors.
7: Alright, so obviously a lot of teams are having their OTAs. We've gotten a lot of sound from it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about how great things are going so far in New York, New Jersey.
0: I mean, it's been, it's been like a dream month so far. I have an excitement about coming down uh, Jets Drive and um, it was surreal for sure and strange to look at my locker and See a number eight, or to you know, be rocking jets gear is a little bit strange for sure. But um, every day there's been something that's kind of been a little special sign or synchronicity or just a cool moment that uh, reminds me I'm in the right place.
7: So, uh, key, you buying that? everything It's been a
1: dream month so far from him. Yeah, I can. He's been. A- he was at the Nick playoff games. He's enjoying. Did you say New York, New Jersey? Is that what you? In you're new, new York, New Jersey. I did say
7: New York, New Jersey. Yeah, I, in I... New York, New Jersey.
1: Okay, same thing. Um, I think he is. It. It. You know, it's a new start to his football career. He's probably feeling like a rookie all over again. I'm excited to see what he does come real football. I'm uh, OTAs is one thing, but I want to see the way he handles when the when when the the uh, rubber meets the road.
2: Yeah, I got to say, I believe it. Look, the the Jets, improbably right now, seem to be a pretty good organization the way it's run. They got the right head coach, it seems to me. They got a good staff. They brought in his offensive coordinator. They got good young talent. They brought in some veterans he's familiar with. He's never played for any team other than the Packers, right? And now is in a new situation. I would be willing to believe he's having a good time.
7: I don't know, he does, it's the first time he's looked a little old though I don't know if anyone saw those uh, the videos yesterday, he looked a little old I've I'd, been hearing people say that, really? Yeah. Look, but,
1: as in appearance? Or Yeah, yeah, like appearance, like his face, like, I don't well, know what it was He always it, looked older eh. when he get the whole beard thing going Yeah don't don't Kind of like Max, you know
2: <laughs> No, he All didn't right. say handsome, he said old, Key Josh Allen has
7: fallen short of the AFC title game the last couple years, but according to his head coach, he sees a difference in Allen.
6: You know, I've seen a, a different Josh this offseason. Not that it was bad before, but got a new sense of focus, I would say, and and uh, determination, which is which is good.
7: Key, is he taking a shot at his quarterback?
1: No, no, he's not taking a shot at him. You you. Each year you do self evaluation, self check at the end of the season and you come back and try to do better in the off season to get better during the season. Maybe Josh is lifting more weights. Maybe he's in the in the film room an extra thirty minutes opposed to the three hours and now he's in there three and a half hours or four hours or something along those lines. But I wouldn't no, I'm not gonna sit there and say that he's taking a shot at his quarterback because he sees a more determined guy than he has in the past.
2: Guess whose allergies are kicking in now, Key? Uh, it's happening happening to me, too. Um, I, I will never philosophically um, – well, let me take that back. I should not. I, I wish people wouldn't. When someone does more or does better, when we start to say, oh, well, what happened before? Why didn't you do that same more before? You're not leaving – that's a bad message to send. You can always do a little bit more. It doesn't mean you didn't do everything you could in the past. You have to look to improve. So I, it's not a shot. He's just saying he thinks his guy's getting better.
7: All right, uh, next team, and we'll stay in the AFC East. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk about Tua and his injuries and concussions and how he's been handling it, and Mike McDaniel talked yesterday about what he's seen from Tua so far this summer.
5: I've seen
6: a guy that's followed through um, with his words as well as any – Young young man I've ever I've I've come across in my career. Controlling the controllable is something that I would epitomize his off season with. Uh, you you want to talk about you know going above and beyond you know training uh, martial arts. The work that he's done this off season was so obviously beneficial that we've incorporated it into uh, some of our drill
4: work that we'll do with the quarterbacks.
6: Huh.
7: That's, I mean, uh, what did Mike McDaniel just say there?
1: What? I don't know. But if he's saying that everything is all well with Tua and his health, that's true. He's good right now. He's not being tackled. He's not being hit. And until that happens, we don't know. I understand that the doctors can say whatever they want to say, but until the physical contact takes place, we don't know. If he stays healthy, I think the Miami Dolphins – are going to be one of those teams to look out for in the AFC.
2: I think Tua, the people who said that Tua could be a left-handed Drew Brees, you know, there's a long way to go to beat Drew Brees, but his career parallels Drew Brees' very closely when you look year over year, how the trajectory, and looked like he was elite to me, improbably elite to me when he was playing. So the whole question with Tua is simply, can he stay healthy? But I think here McDaniel's just pointing out that he has the qualities of a, a quarterback who can be great. And I get it, if he can stay healthy.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, were presented by Progressive Insurance. Are Heat fans a little worried? Key, if you were a Heat
1: fan, would you be a little worried? Um, little? Yeah, I would. Because they're a the better team, mm-hmm. and it's like the light switch might have turned on, and if the light switch is turned on, you could be in trouble. So yeah, I would, I would be worried a little bit if I was a Heat fan.
2: Especially they're heading to Boston.
1: Yeah, so, so like they'll I be
2: favored, said, you know. Yeah,
1: you you. Mm-hmm. It feels like they've been favored in every game, even <laughs> you know, though they were down three zero.
2: Those ESPN analytics. The, every time we show it, it's like the Heat negative fifty percent chance to win, and then they go out and beat them by twenty the next day. Nothing changes.
1: So Boston goes home even though the Heat beat them twice at home already in the playoff, mm-hmm. they go home, they get one, it's 3-2. Now, all of a sudden, them, them Heat, they tighten up even more. They tighten up even more. You go back to Miami. The heat, now my now Boston feels like, oh, we already beat y'all at home, so we, we know we can win in Miami. It won't be any, it's too hot in the stadium and all none of that. So now you look up, you drop the one to Boston, in Boston in game four or five, you go home, you tight, you lose that one in game six. Now Boston is like, we even now. Now we got to go back to my home court? Oh, we're we gravy. This is this is easy money.
2: Eric in D.C., are you a Heat fan? Are you a little worried?
1: Man, I'm a little worried, and I'd say because Jalen Brown still hasn't gone off. Uh, Gabe Vincent went down with that ankle injury. We're going back to Boston, and our backs are against the ropes, even though we're up 3-1. I'm a little worried, but I feel like Jimmy Buckets is coming to play and we're going to go ahead and seal the deal.
2: Well, can you fight off the ropes? I mean, I don't know if the Heat are on the ropes, but the Celtics certainly were, and they fought off the ropes and they, they lived to fight another day.
1: See, if, if, if this was 3-1 at uh, Miami, mm-hmm. you know, then I would be like, oh, okay, so if game five was played in Miami, I'd be like, oh, it's over with. Mm-hmm. But it's played in Boston. So even though they beat them twice, there's some hesitancy with me to be able to say that they just going to roll through them. Key, could you
2: explain, because I think a lot of fans out there, you, they hear people say home, away, whatever, but in football and basketball, the dimensions of the field are the same. That famous scene from Hoosiers, right? The, the, the hoop is the same size, the whole thing. What, what is it that gives such, a, even statistically, an overwhelming advantage to the home team?
1: Well, let's just start off by saying I'm in my environment. Let's start there. That's number one. I'm in my environment. I'm in my surroundings. I understand the crowd. I understand uh, the lights. Uh, Just just all of those sort of elements that go on. Then on top of that, I got the crowd behind me. So that energizes me. I'm in my comfort zone. I I can sleep in my bed. I'm not sleeping in a hotel bed. I'm sleeping in my bed. Uh, My routine is not changed at all. All of those things, believe it or not, matters. It matters, right? When you, at that level,
2: when the when the athletes are so evenly matched, those advantages can add
1: up. Yeah, think about think about you for a minute in in the job that you do. Mm-hmm. You come in every morning. You put your little laptop down. Mm-hmm. You plug in your little deal. You ask for this or you ask for that, and when it's not there, you're like, oh, where, where's it at? Or you eat that nasty-ass cereal that no yeah. one in the world eats but you. Well, because it, it has like, protein and no carbs, man. I'm oh trying. God. You don't want to get in shape for fake, the summer. Fake cereal. But yeah. if it's not there, you're like, or if I can't get my coffee. The routine's you know, it's a, off. It's a routine. Mm-hmm. And that's the way home and away is.
2: So me coming into work, I'm like a top-notch professional athlete. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the closest I'll get. Maybe it was a
1: bad comparison.
2: Black in Florida. Who are you? It says B L A C. How would you pronounce that?
1: Yeah, I'd probably say black. actually black. It's,
4: it's black, Max.
2: All right, there you go. Uh, are you a little worried? Uh, I'm,
4: I'm a lot weary, Max, because like he just said, if Boston go home and get this win, it'll be three two. You can't mess with momentum. When you have your foot on an opponent's neck, you can't allow them to get up and start breathing better. And that's exactly what happened last night. They've been out-rebounding them in the last two games by a whole lot, especially offensive rebounding. And I just feel like Boston's a better team on paper. We know that. And once they get the momentum back, I believe my not be in trouble if they lose this next game going back to Boston.
1: Yeah, and you got to think of it. Look at it this way, too, Max, in black. Is that they're thinking of it as one game? They're not thinking of it as four games. They're thinking of it as one game. Oh, we 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 can forget the other four games. That's that that's in our back pocket. Those are gone, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's only one game. We got to play one game. We win, boom, we good. One game. Mm-hmm. We lose, uh, we go on vacation. They're not. They're just thinking about one game. Yep. Just one, and that sounds like a coach's cliche. Right, it sounds like they're oh, they're just saying that. But in all honesty, one game,
2: especially when you are the better team on paper, at least, right? White in Florida? No, sorry, Chris in Florida. <laughs> You're on KJM ESPN Radio.
1: Hey guys, What's up, hey, Bruce? good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think Miami uh, they took the heart out of Boston, and it showed showed the world in Game Three. And I think if they go up and they go up by 10, 15, I, I think Boston showed, I'm sorry, they got no heart, you know, mm. and that mm. showed, well, they showed everybody heart. They, a lot. They,
2: they showed heart last night, you know, down nine. That's when Tatum took over. One more, I, I was really. I was counting. I was like, okay, here it comes, double digits. We're going to blink. It'll be 20 series over. Nope. Tatum took over just as he did And game, he reminded me, maybe not as dramatic, but game six against Philly. Philly's about to win, right? And, and Tatum was awful that day, 1 of 15. He was better, obviously. He was good all of yesterday. But he just was like, nope, not going to let him lose. Took over.
1: Yeah. And, and so, you And he know, followed that up with a
2: 51-point game, as by As far the way. as
1: taking somebody hard, they may have taken it in the first three games, but they didn't take it in game four.
2: Yeah, they got it back somehow.
1: And now we're only dealing with one game, man. One game. That's all we're dealing with. My, now, you know, I was doing. I'm sure that's the <clears throat> message that they're sending each other in a clubhouse. We got one game.
2: I was doing over or under number of points. It's that with Wendy on this just in yesterday, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. Um, and as we're doing it, when it came the over or under for the Heat and the Celtics, I said over or under Jimmy Butler puts his hand into the chest cavity of the Celtics, takes out their heart while it's still beating, and eats it in front of them. What? Because, like Temple of Doom. Remember Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom? You I, saw
1: that? I I saw that like thirty five years and ago. And you don't remember that scene? I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh
2: my god! I wish I hadn't have seen that. But anyway, it didn't happen, man. I thought it was. I thought it was in the on the verge of happening. Here comes Jimmy Butler reaching into the. They they fought back with heart. Stacy in Florida, you're on KJM.
5: Oh, good morning, guys. It's okay. <laughs> a long time no speak. Hey, yeah, I'm not worried yet. Mainly because um it's just one I, Miami can win on the road, and just like the momentum was with the heat in game four, I mean game three, it can switch just that quick the next game, well, game four,
4: yeah, so you don't believe in momentum,
2: like, or do you
5: Well, I think it can switch game to game, just like the game before that Miami beat up the Celtics, and then the next game we go out there and we get beat up. And so and then also like Jay Will said one time, I believe that uh when a team is down at the half, they come out a little harder the second half. So I like when we were down that second half, I was like, "Oh man, I hope we come out just as hard the second half which we didn't." So I think uh if we get down in Boston, they're going to come out a lot harder than Miami Heat in the second half, mm-hmm. and we can win on the road, so I'm not worried mm-hmm. yet. Stacy doesn't
2: really believe in momentum game to game. I mean, there's something to be said for that momentum. What is that really? It's a new game, right? All right, listen. Should Heat fans be worried? You don't have to be a Heat fan, Heat fan to chime in. Should Heat fans be worried that the Boston Celtics, they just woke up? We saw that throughout the second half of the season. Playing with their food, they said, in the playoffs, but they're in the conference finals for a reason we just trying to build this narrative up to be dramatic? Or is this a real thing and Heat fans should be worried? 888-SAY-ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.